Welcome back to Bit Different, everyone. This is Satine. And you got Rob here. You got Rob. Da 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 da. You got Rob. Da da. I don't know. I don't know if I deserve a theme song. Da 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 da. And I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get one for you. I'm so sorry. I feel uh, awkward. We'll now. make one up now. No. Just do it. No. Well, I need to. I need to come up with something better. Like I, I need to. No. It, it can't. It can't hold up to that. Okay. Fine. I mean, that was pretty good. It was. <laughs> How, what have you been up to this week? Oh man, it's been. I'm. I'm so. Let tired. me guess. The work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so tired. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're winding up for E3. So, uh-huh. um, the the days of like default sort of twelve hours days have has started kind of. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it'll come and go. But uh, I'm excited about the stuff we have planned for E3. We're excited about, yeah, E3. Anything like we should really be looking forward to that you can't talk about? But Not really. I mean, no, there's stuff you should look forward to, but yes. nothing that I can talk about. So do you think the C3 will be better than last year's E3? Um, I'm more proud, uh, I think, of the output that I will have for E3 this year. Um, okay. Yeah, it's like I think I, E3, is, E3 is always exciting. Like, mm-hmm. um. I mean, like, I mean, like last year we had like some stuff I was looking forward to. Like we had like an announcement of like a release date for the Last Guardian. Oh, we had things yeah. I've been waiting for like a year, years and years and years for. So, um, you know, like yeah, and things that were announced last year at E three still haven't come out. Yeah, there's some things that like just. I mean, mm-hmm. there are some things that like if they're at E three again, it'll be like their second or third E three that they have been talked about. Yeah, um, which of course we're starting to see more and more, given that a lot of games are starting to hit. I mean, not on like on an extreme level, we're seeing some games with decade long development cycles, like you know Final Fantasy fifteen or The Last Guardian. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I mean. I think more and more games we're going to start seeing, you know, at a couple of E3s before we actually get our hands on them, which is fine. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm always, I am I love E3. There's just such excitement in the air and I love finding out about new stuff. I love all the setups for the different um, companies and the games. Yeah. They create their own little universes in there, mm-hmm. their own little theme parks, if you will. <laughs> and it's like you step into the game for a, a split moment. Yeah. <laughs> So it's been, yeah, it's been mostly work. Um, although last week I uh, traveled to San Francisco for work. Oh. Uh, for the Promax BDA Awards. Oh, which, I knew that, yes. Yeah, which is a award show for marketing for video games because uh, me and the team were um, finalists in seven categories. Ooh. Or rather, six categories. We had seven finalists. We had you one category and two things. We got two silver awards. Oh, yeah, that's um, awesome. One for best copywriting for a video asset. So kudos to our creative director, who was uh, the writer on that, and um, a listener. Hello. Hi. And Mm -hmm. um, also, uh, we got a silver for best indie game trailer. So, uh, and like the copywriting thing was for a piece that we did for Hearthstone over the holidays. And um, it tied in with our Yule Log video that we made. Okay. And um, the uh, indie trailer one was for a VR title for PlayStation VR called World War Tunes. You so, should post those. If, like some, yeah, our... some video links. Yeah. 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 So can people can see them. So yeah, like very, very proud of the team on all that sort of stuff. That was really, it was exciting. It was cool to be, to be honored and... Um, so, you know, to go hobnob and to also see what what um, what stuff was winning all the golds and, and, and stuff like Square Enix fucking killed it. Yeah, they had a year. lot going on this year. Well, the Hitman campaign was really something special and um, mm. they got a lot of awards for it, which they deserved. And I've never even played one Hitman. Well, I'll to loan you the first season of the episodic. <laughs> of course, you have happened. the whole season. Um, so yeah, that that happened, and um, I guess on a personal thing, um, she's not a listener, but it's still fun to you know give a little shout out. My mom just retired. <gasps> Yay! Happy retirement! Right? Yeah, over the weekend. That's awesome. So, um, oh yeah. Does she know what? Like, does she have like things to do? Like, is she oh, gonna? Oh yeah, she'll be busy. Build a yacht and <laughs> sail gardening. around the world, and uh, yes, have no. your own garden. She's got a lot. She'll she'll keep busy. Um, she she's never been a woman who has nothing to do. Yeah, and um, now especially you know two grandkids, 
In fact, she's not working. I imagine she might take on a little bit more babysitting time mm-hmm. to help out. And yeah. I know she's taking care of uh, of my baby, my dog. I was going to say Braddock. She's taking yes. care of Braddock for about two weeks uh, around E3 just because I know I'll be really busy. And uh, so she's going to go stay with grandma Cute. for a little bit because she loves grandma time. Well, of course. So, yeah. So that that's pretty much all that's happening with me. How about you? Uh, with me, um, well, like I said last week, we were nominated for a daytime Emmy for this uh, documentary I did. Yes. We did not win. No. I know. We did not win. That's okay. Uh, but on Sunday, um, I went to the screening of the film that I did. It was called yes. And Then There Was Eve. And Which you were in it and you did the makeup, right? I did the makeup for the film and I was in it. I Well, I did a small, like a cameo role. Like pro- I was like 10 lines or whatever. But after the movie, I had so many people in that theater come up to me and go, oh my God, your part was so good. They're like, we didn't even know you knew how to act. And I was like... Ah, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah. So I do know how to act. So if any producers out there want to cast me, go right ahead. Yeah, get on that. Yeah. And it was fun to see me on the big screen, on the silver screen. Yeah. No, it's I uh, I did an indie film for a friend a couple years ago. Oh, cool. And, um, it was it was gnarly. It was uh, quite an experience. We because I I was one of the two people on the staff who had like or on the in the cast who had a full time job, uh, and I worked every day from like nine thirty a.m. to six p.m. or nine six thirty p.m. and then we shot every night from nine thirty p.m. to six thirty a.m. and so I kind of just was in like a weird delirious haze for about two weeks while we shot that. I bet. But it was fun. And then it like a year and a half of editing and sort of back and forth and raising money for post and all that. Yeah. And it, it played one time in one theater and it was kind of fun to get to go and like see that and, and be part of that. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, ours hasn't premiered yet. This, this was just a screen for cast and crew. That's awesome. Ours premieres at something very special that nobody can talk about. So... Um, well, I look forward when I can hear about yeah, that. Yeah, and um, the other thing is I'm going to Disneyland on May the 4th, for May the 4th be with you. That is Braddock's birthday. Oh. Really? That's Braddock's nice. birthday is Star Wars Day. That's awesome. So are you going to You go planned with- that, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so since like, I didn't meet her until June. Yeah. Uh, did, uh... So you, if anybody out there is going to be there, I will be at Disneyland. Are you dressing up? Like, are you... How are you celebrating Star Wars Day at Disney? Oh, I'm, I'll wear a t-shirt. <laughs> Star Wars on it. <laughs> so you'll be in costume of Star Wars fan. Yes. Fan girl. <laughs> Basically. Excellent. Yeah. And... I might wear like a funky lipstick, Ooh. like a fun, like spacey lipstick. So nice. we'll see. Yeah. How about what are you playing? Anything new or different? <sighs> no, nothing new or different. It's all Horizon. Although I think I'm actually pretty close to finishing. Um, oh. Yeah, I was chatting with um, someone at work who's finished it, and it sounds like story-wise, it's coming to a close. It it seems like a logical place for it sort of wrapping up. And I said to him, I was like, am I kind of close to the end here? And he was like, yeah, you're pretty close. So, of course, you know, I always feel like, excuse me, sorry. I always feel like uh, end game of a lot of games. Like you feel like, oh, yeah, it'll be like 90 minutes and I'll just like sit down and do it. And then you're like five hours later, it's 3 a.m. You're fucking exhausted. But the important thing is you finished it. But like, so right now I'm kind of afraid. I really want to keep playing and I want to finish it. But I just don't need to stay up all night right now. Yeah. Um, Because I need to, you know, get some sleep. Yeah. So um, yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn. This should be the last podcast where I talk about playing that game. I mean, Unless I, it's like, I think you know, it's been on every podcast yeah. since we began. Unless it's like <laughs> impressions of the ending, which even then I won't give away anything, obviously, because, you know, I'm a classy gentleman like yes, that. Yes, especially since it's still a new game. Yeah. But like, so I'm playing that. Um, and then um, today, my copy of Little Nightmares arrived. Oh, good. So I'm okay. very excited about digging into that. Very nice. um, and uh, also, new title for PlayStation VR that, of course, I bought and I haven't had a chance to play yet called Static, which is the Static Institute. And it's really fun. I played it at um, PSX last year. And so uh, if you have PlayStation VR, um, it is a game where you uh, your character has your hands in a sort of metal puzzle box, so to speak. Like your hands are trapped in it. Okay. And you have to do things to get your hands 
out of this like box. Like one of those drag, those traps. Almost Chinese like a finger trap. Finger traps. Yes. I always think of um, the Adams family. Well, and it's, it's kind of like that. It's like you can't even see your hands because it's like up to the wrist in this big metal box. Oh, gotcha. But like it makes sense. Like imagine if you're holding a controller, it's imagine like the controller's in the box. Yeah. So like it makes perfect sense for you to hold a controller and like your hands are mimicking the same sort of placement. And like every trigger and every button and every thumbstick and D-pad button is assigned to a different sort of facet of the box. Mm-hmm. And so you have to use just the controller to figure out exactly like what switches to flip and like how to sort of, you know, work each piece of this puzzle box to get it off your hands. I did one level of it at PSX and it was like 10 minutes and it was really fun. And um, I'm really hmm. looking forward to more of that. Um, cause yeah, that, uh, that was really, and I've been waiting for it to come out for a while. It just came out this week. Oh, last, that's cool. I've week, never even heard of it. It is static. real cool. Static. And I believe it's S T A T I K. Okay. But, um, yeah, so that's my, that's my playing situation. I love how you play all these like little puzzle games and, uh, and I'm just like, I just want the huge story games. <laughs> Dude, I, I love the indies. You gotta sort of represent. And, I know. You, know, you have to. You I know. love I love them and yet I never play them unless you recommend something and then I happen to be over and we play something and then I get obsessed. <laughs> but I won't play it again because I'm not going to play it by myself. It's you, not like one of those. Well, so you need titles. to play Inside still if you haven't played Inside. Oh yeah, it's wonderful. And I almost bought it and I didn't. <laughs> it's real. It's real good. Uh, I've been playing near Automata. And what are your impressions so far? I like it. It's beautiful. It's, um, it, I don't like how I had to replay the first stage all over again and nothing changed from the demo. Yeah, the demo was just why? that first stage. But why? And if they were going to do that, why didn't it save it so you couldn't didn't have to replay the whole damn stage? Yeah. So that was a bit of like whatever. But yeah, it's a beautiful game and it's fun. And I love how because the game always changes angles and the way that the basically you play the game from like a fighter pilot to uh, on ground um like hand to hand combat it's it makes it feel like it's a bunch of mini games in one game so it i does, like that it does have a lot of variety which the previous year that's the word yeah the previous, <laughs> the previous near sampled all of the genres yes and it was um ill-focused but still absolutely endearing yeah so yeah this one is going to do the same but i think it's a little bit more focused than the original like how many boss type battles have you done just the one okay so far because i've done i've done one past the sort of demo style uh-huh um i did the demo you know obviously i did the the mission that was the demo yeah and then i did the next sort of section which um ended with a very strange boss battle and so i'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts of that one when you get to it Okay, I'll let you know. Um, yeah, I haven't I haven't gotten too far into it yet, but okay. I'm excited. Yeah. Are you still playing Street Fighter Five? I have not been playing it. Okay, letting your skills erode. You know, I I'm kind of at that stage right now where I oh because I went back to um, Uncharted. Oh, multiplayer. back to multiplayer. And God damn it, the first day I played it, I sucked. <laughs> like it had been two months since I touched it. Yeah. And I sucked. And I was like, forget it. I never want to see this game ever again. Did I never want to play it. Did you stream it or were you just playing? No, I didn't stream it. I would not. I was too scared. And um, the next day, though, I got back on it. I got over that fear and I actually did pretty well. So I streamed a little bit. And now I've been playing it a little bit more and it's starting to come back to me. But I'm really angry that my roommate played the damn thing for the first time. He's already beat the game, but it's quite different when it's multiplayer. He's going to do, he's already doing much better than I ever did because he <laughs> somehow gets like perfect headshots every time. I'm like, mm. how the fuck do you do that? I've been I do not have the skill to like get it perfectly on the head every time. I've been sort of annoying Todd a little bit, I think. Like when he watches me play Horizon Zero Dawn. You're a headshot girl. Yeah, like I tend to to be pretty go good with my aim head. yep and mm. knocking pieces off of robots and headshots to them like i've been fairly accurate he also saw me like when i was in a really good sort of like just zen you know headshot kind of mood yeah where I, everything was sort of just happening for me at the time um which doesn't always it's not always the case yeah uh sometimes i'm terrible but he caught me at a real on a real good you know moment well that's nice that you're so good at games it happens every now and then that's wonderful dear <laughs> <laughs> oh i have a word of the week oh what are we learning today 
The word of the week is a noun. It's a noun, okay. And it's synesthesia. Synesthesia. Yeah. Okay, do you want me to guess what I think it means? I do want you to. Okay, so... I think synesthesia is actually the name of the environment that you f- are in in the game Res. And oh. just given synesthesia, I think synthesizer, I think, um, but I, I want to, is that the word for a disorder or a quality where people can see sounds? Yeah, it's kind of close. It's where you can visualize something from something else or okay. you can emit an emotion from experience something else. So the definition... Okay, so I went too specific, but it is like a thing where well, like, yeah, imagine you can taste a color or... Right. Yeah, like, You're so good. So something like that. Okay, yeah. so it's like a, an, a almost like a... Um, a handoff of, of senses. Yeah, it's a sensation produced in one modality when a stimulus is applied to another modality, as when hearing of a certain sound induces the visualize, visualization, the visualization. <laughs> of a certain color. Okay, so yeah, seeing sounds is yeah. one of them, or tasting color, or, yeah, like... Yeah, good for you. Right. Look at that! You learned something Although, from a video game. Wait, and also, I, yeah, I was too speci- I was too specific, if anything, but, uh, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you basically said what their uh, example was. Well, there's, so. also, there's also an album from the hip-hop rock group, N.E.R.D., just that group that Pharrell Williams is in. Hmm. And um, they, have a song, they have an album called Seeing Sounds. And oh. they never, I don't think they ever used the word synesthesia but um hmm. but they do is it synesthesia or synesthesia synesthesia okay yeah i don't think they ever use that word but they hmm. he does sort of there's an like interlude where he's like yeah i was in and i just you know i started seeing sound yeah so, yeah i like that fun cute uh, excellent yeah anything you're looking forward to well um i don't know if this is gonna be like a new regular sort of segment but it's a one-time segment that's happening today what's that um it's like Rob's Vinyl Corner or some oh, shit. Yeah. I don't know. I need to come up with some sort of better name for it. But um, The Vinyl Frontier. Oh, <laughs> I like that. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, from uh, my good buddies over at uh, I Am 8-Bit, they just announced the soundtrack to Persona 5. Oh, my goodness. Which Persona 5 has such a great sort of jazzy, kind of fun lounge also very Japanese sort of thing going on. Um, And the music is just, of course, a great sort of piece of what makes that game so appealing. And um, they're doing a four-disc, four-LP set of um, selections from the soundtrack. And they're also doing a six-LP version of, like, the complete soundtrack. It's 110 tracks. Right. How much is that? It's $175 for the six-disc version. Two hundy? After taxes and shipping, yes, two hundy. And uh, what the TF <laughs> and um, the four disc version, I think, is only a hundred dollars. But um, the six disc version, they limited to a thousand units, they've already sold out. Um, but and yeah, you got six of them, just just the one, okay? <laughs> but yes, Persona 5 soundtrack available on vinyl through I am 8 bit. Um, only available if you are rich <laughs> or if you're just real bad with money <laughs> or that yeah, that's that uh, I've uh, mm-hmm. never quite been rich but I've always been bad with money <laughs> you've been rich with things you love yes. yes yes I'm rich with love for stuff stuff yes but yeah so that and then um, I got some stuff I'm looking forward to um, the this new... Todd know you got it yes. you will know by this he, time he, he does know he okay. knows <laughs> He didn't know the specific dollar amount, so thank you for that. Oh, uh, well. But he does know. Well, he does know I bought it. He's going to flip his <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's six discs, though. If you, like, you know, sort of divide that up per disc, it's not that I bad. I mean, the money's right, but. It's like $30 per disc, which some records cost that much. Yeah. Like, shut Good up. point. <laughs> um no, it's like stuff I'm looking forward to. Um, uh, last week, there was a trailer for the sequel to Kingsman. Ah, yes. I loved the original. And I thought it was good. So looking forward to that. Uh, seriously, when the cast, like Jeff Bridges, Julianne Moore, uh, Halle Berry, Pedro Pascal, mm-hmm. my boyfriend from Game of Thrones, uh, Channing Tatum, of course, Taron Egerton, and uh, Colin Firth. It looks like if it's half as fun as... 
Kingsman one, then I will be very excited about this. I would want to see as a villain, um, uh, e- uh, Serene McKellen, because I That'd love be him. Fun. He'd be so good in that it. That would be fun. Um, and of course, right now though, it, it this is the thing that the internet has covered, especially like friends of me and Todd's on uh, on Facebook. Um, what I re- who I really want to be in a Kingsman movie is fucking Hugh Jackman, because I don't know if you've seen them. He's Australian. I don't care. Oh, aren't they all British? Samuel Jackson played, yeah, played I guess American. Not because Channing Tatum, yeah, never yeah. mind. Um, the uh, but I don't know if you've seen, but there are um, I can send some, I can put some posts or on uh, Twitter or what have you. Um, Taron Egerton, uh, the lead guy from Kingsman, uh, was in the movie Eddie the Eagle about the downhill skier. I think he was in that with Hugh Jackman, mm-hmm. and when they did like the sort of press circuit. There's all sorts of animated GIFs of like Hugh Jackman talking to interviewers and Taryn is just sort of staring at him like in awe, like we all would at Hugh Jackman because Hugh Jackman is just lovely. And he can do anything. Yeah. And he's like super hot and just he can do what he wants. And um, but like there's a lot of animated GIFs of Taryn looking very longingly at Hugh Jackman, like mouth open, just in awe of, it looks like in awe of his beauty. I don't know if that's the case, but like- He's mesmerized. Absolutely. And so like right now, I just want to see a fucking movie. I want to see a movie with the two of them. Just, uh, I, they can do whatever they want. I, I will You just want to see Hugh Jackman in Game of Thrones and see them get him on and get it on in that one. Uh-huh. I, I would, I, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> so um, yeah, stuff I'm looking forward to. Uh, how's the how's the boot you? What are you looking forward to? Anything good? Um, I'm looking forward to Prey. Oh yeah, that comes out on Friday. Yeah, fucking scary as all fuck. I am excited about that. I know um a lot of people are excited about it because it's uh from the makers of Dishonored. Yeah, from Studios, and it's it's beautiful too. It is like it's very cinematic. I am kind of a little still confused by the title Prey, just because it does not seem to be, I mean, at least as far as I can tell so far, I don't know a whole lot about it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem to be a sequel to Prey from last generation. It doesn't seem to be a reboot of Prey from the previous generation. Okay. It just seems to be sharing, I don't even think it has the same publisher or developer. Like it's, or I know it doesn't have the same developer. I don't think it even has the same publisher. Maybe, but like, because I know, like, originally there was Prey, and that game was like a game with like a 10, 12 year development cycle. It kept getting canceled or postponed or whatever, and then it finally came out. And it came out with mixed results or mixed reviews. Uh-huh. And then nothing. And now we got, then we got like Prey 2 announced, which looked like a futuristic Blade Runner esque bounty hunting type game. It was announced like five, six years ago. Never came out. No, got, actually got canceled. So Prey 2 died. And now we have Prey, which seems to be Maybe not even... they're just rebooting the entire series with something brand new. I know. I'm just, I'm just curious though. It, it seems like the one thing I'm kind of curious about is like why it didn't just get a, a new, new name. name. Well, this is P-R-A-Y, not P-R-E-Y. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's about Jeebus. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, just, it, it does seem like it's a game with a little bit of a branding crisis and that like it's not a reboot. It's not a sequel, I guess. But even that has the same name. I I don't I don't know. Hmm. Like I don't know if actually tying itself to the Prey name was a good idea. Yeah, I mean I guess hmm. like part of me was kind of excited about Prey too and I was sad when it got canceled and so I guess I think of that and the excitement I had for that. Yeah. But I don't know if that really is helping this game. And I feel like the game looks interesting on its own. It could have had its own name and it could have been its own IP and people would have, I would imagine, still gotten into it. Hmm. I don't know. But it does look very cool, though. Yeah. Did you download the demo? No. Because you can play the first hour on your PS4 no, right No, thanks. Now. I'm not doing that again. Not after Near Automata. Playing the same hour all over again. I've been there, done that. But it's only <laughs> an hour. You'll do real well the second time. Yeah. Great. <laughs> 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 yeah, I I downloaded it. I haven't played it yet, though. Yeah. But I am excited. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, I'm excited, too. But I'm also excited for Injustice 2. When, did, when does that come out? Uh, that comes out May 16th. Oh, wow. That's not very far behind. It's the week after. You love your superheroes. Or two weeks after, actually. Uh, yeah, I cannot wait. And then Travis also, he's obsessed as well. We love that stuff. Oh, yeah. He plays all the NetherRealm stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And um, this one has um, a lot of really cool characters that we didn't get to see in the first one. So it'll be exciting. I'm really excited to play Poison Ivy. That's all I have to say. I know I mentioned her before, but can't wait. I love her. I I want them to do like a Sirens. Like you could do it like a threesome. 
like um you you know like the fighting games where you can like pick two or three characters per team oh yeah like marvel versus capcom yeah they should do that for this i don't know if they do maybe they do where you can call in teammate attacks and stuff make certain combos of teammates they do certain specials that'd be neat yeah thank you that feels like injustice 3 or something i don't know if it's not in this one maybe the next one yeah they'll get the idea from this cast which i got from another game what is (laughs) what is the subtitle of this game injustice 2 there's no subtitle no really uh i don't think so So the first one was what gods among men among among us gods among us yeah i don't remember seeing a subtitle i was just curious if there was I, I, i was not sure let's see injustice Two. <sighs> uh, nope. All right, then. That's it. They decided to simplify. Yeah. I guess it was a little weird to have, like, a, sub- a subtitle yeah. on a first game kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. All I'm right, surprised then. they didn't call it, like, DC Gods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something, like, super simple. But, um, oh, uh, any news? Uh, well, I read one thing yesterday that I thought was kind of interesting. Um, and oh, I read it on like fucking like Upworthy or Uprocks or one of those fucking bullshit websites with the clickbait articles of just uh-huh. like, you know, the ones if, are like, is it true or isn't it? If this doesn't make you laugh, nothing will. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, you know, like so-and-so did this. You wouldn't believe what happened next. Right. Fuck those headlines and fuck you if you <laughs> write them. Sorry. I hate those. Clickbait. Seriously. That's the worst. It reminded me of like, a, this is a magical tweet I saw. It was like, what do we want? Clickbait. When do we want it? The answer will shock you. <laughs> um, anywho, uh, no, I read a thing like saying like uh, you know you probably missed this thing about Alien, and I'm like, yeah, we'll see, because usually it's just like it stars Sigourney Weaver. Made you click, and it's like <laughs> you know, oh yeah, saw that. But no, um, it was interesting. Uh, in I guess uh, either some of the special features or in Aliens. Uh, if you do like a, a freeze frame of a monitor talking about the crew of the Nostromo, mm-hmm. um, it has little bios on all of them. And Lambert, uh, it turns out, is trans. Lambert's. Which... Okay, so in Aliens, which is the second one, it has a monitor showing the statistics of a character from the first one. Yes. She dies on the Nostromo. Uh, and she's trans. Yes, she has the the sort of spiky blonde hair. She oh, gets yeah. she gets the she's a little neurotic and she's very f- afraid throughout the movie. She's actually one of the more reasonable people in that she's actually reacting appropriately because she's fucking terrified. And um, huh. she's the one who gets uh, like the blood sprayed in her face when uh, the chestburster. Have you? Out did of, you see uh, what it said on? The, did it say on the screen transgender, or did it say M to uh, F, or did it say like how did they classify it? Uh, let me see if I can find the specific uh, screenshot. Yeah, like um, yeah. It's I. I wish I'd bookmarked the uh, oh the article the article, but I did not because uh, I think I just felt dirty reading the um the clickbait. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so it just uh, it says oh at the very beginning it says subject is Despin convert at birth parenthetical male to female so oh, um, and so see that and this is so far no indication of suppressed trauma related to gender alteration say what and then it talks about the the iq and that sort of stuff so uh it, the the very first sort of um things in there are are about that that's so crazy that's it's, something like that they would even write that and it's, it's and nobody would ever see it unless it's very forward thinking i mean that was for i guess if that wasn't necessarily part of Lambert's canon at the very beginning then that was introduced for Aliens which is what like 1986 yeah so wow pretty cool that is cool. That's an interesting find. Yeah, like that was a good for that website that whichever one it was that I was upset that I was watching or reading, yeah. you know, for for teaching me something about a franchise that I thought I knew quite a bit about and I very much like. Yeah. So that's neat. So sweet and neat. I have a few um, headlines. Hit that... me. Please tell me they are as funny as your normal well, headlines. Well, this first one is not funny, but it's interesting. So it says, video game Easter eggs are reaching Da Vinci Code-like levels. And this is from MNN.com. And I have no idea what that stands for. Mother Nature Network. <laughs> <laughs> and so apparently there's this game um, called Trials HD that came out in 2009, which was a stunt bike yeah the game's game. fucking hard 
Right. But they had um, a bunch of like hidden messages and like um, you could go through it and it would like uncover like HTML or not HTML, but um, some of the like the DNA of the game would uncover itself as you play through. Mm -hmm. Well, in 2012, they had a sequel called Trials Evolution. Yeah. And you played it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it says Trials Evolution took Easter eggs to another level, even spilling over into real life treasure hunt for of sorts. After years of investigation, a few dozen hardcore gamers have uncovered clues that coded messages in the game that turned out to reveal GPS coordinates for four buried boxes in Helsinki, San Francisco, Sydney, and Bath, United Kingdom. Wow. Inside each box, and it says, yes, they really ended up existing, was a golden key and another clue. And the keys could be used to open another box underneath the Eiffel Tower, wherein the final solution would be given. The only catch was that this box would only appear midday on August 1st in the year 2000, wait, 2113. Oh my God. So, isn't that nuts? That's insane. Right. And then it goes on to talk about Battlefield and how um, another series known for certain elaborate Easter eggs is Battlefield. For instance, um, within Battlefield 4, one player found a skull symbol on the back of a random pillar, and nearby the skull, a lantern seemed to blink erratically. Eventually, it came clear that the gamer realized that the blinking pattern was actually Morse code, which kicked off an Easter, Easter egg hunt that eventually culminated into a secret special outfit that could be unlocked for the game's character. Wow. So, yeah, isn't that... I think it's really cool. That is super cool, but I just can't imagine putting that amount of time into, first off, creating those yeah. sort of uh, scavenger hunts, so good on them. What's in that fucking um, Da Vinci box? Well, and I can't That's what imagine, I want to know. I can't imagine taking the time to decode and figure out something like that for a video game, because, I mean, I could read into a lot of things and find a lot of coordinates and codes and numbers and and, have, yeah. and go wherever and find nothing. Like, you can, I mean, you can, you can pull a... I think you'd have to find a friend or somebody who would go that lives in the city and say, you go here, I'll go here, and then you just kind of, like, coordinate the whole This the feels whole like thing. a beautiful mind kind of thing, where, like, yeah, you can find well, all sorts I, of codes everywhere, but they you know what? not mean anything. Right. You know what popped in my head when I was reading this? I was like, oh my god, this is, like, seven. There's gonna be, like, <laughs> a serial killer video gamer creating games and like the body parts are hidden all around the world at these coordinates you find in the video game. Can you imagine? That's crazy. No, it's true. It actually happened. No, I'm just kidding. Well, yeah, you're right. That wasn't a funny headline, but it was an interesting article. It wasn't funny, but I have a better one. Oh, good, good, good. So have you ever heard of the game on stream called Who's Your Daddy? No, no I have not. <laughs> what do you think it would be about? Is it a thing where you have to like navigate a sperm into an egg or something? No, but that's really fun. No. So, um, who's your daddy? So the headline is the who's your daddy baby killing game is the most what the fuck video game you'll ever see. And this is mommyish.com. And it says, a new one-on-one -on -one player versus player indie video game that pits two online players against each other. One player plays the daddy and is the father of a crawling baby who is trying to baby-proof baby the house and keep the child safe. The I other player plays the baby, and that player's goal is to kill himself by any means possible. <laughs> I actually have heard about that. I couldn't have told you the title. Oh my that goodness. That is really funny. I it wonder sounds... if it's still available. I think it is. I mean, yeah, it's um that I sounds say it's like ridiculous. I, I think it might be like free to play or something. It might just be in browser or mm -hmm. something. Um but I'm very I'm very curious about that. It does sound fun. I know there's another game where like it's like office suicide or something like that where like you uh you're in an office and your goal is to kill yourself as quickly as possible and what your um, teammates are trying to save you or no it's just a matter of use like whatever if you want to beat yourself up with your computer to the point where it kills you you can or you can find a window and jump out of it or something like that like i think there's like an office suicide simulator game where like your goal is just to find you kill yourself however you can that doesn't say much about office jobs does it uh yeah no 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 doesn't <laughs> so my third article also mommyish.com um it's what is this website mommyish so it's like for parents oh okay yeah i was like what are you doing on this website uh None of your business. Oh, okay. right. <laughs> what if I'm becoming a mother? <laughs> um, headline: Vagina video games are about to become a real thing. 
vagina video games. Mm-hmm. Explain yeah. how. So, um, okay, it says the well. So the the whole concept of the game is to help um, build um, the muscles in the pelvic wall for women because apparently over time, like things can happen. Is this like Kegels? Yeah, it's to replace or this. Kegels, yeah, it, uh, yeah, this replaces that whole thing. Okay, and um, it says. The Parafit S will offer users a way to strengthen the pelvic floor faster and permanently. Um, it's allegedly fun and safe to use. And so this device... Fun, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, da, 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 da. I'm trying to find out where I saw it told exactly. Oh, how does it work? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I was just happy that you were scatting while you were trying to find where you were in that. Like, Users insert this Javina. Javina. It's pronounced Jaina. Oh my goodness. It's late. It's like midnight right now. This is what we do for you people. We work late. We work real late. So users insert this vagina joystick, then squeeze it with their pelvic floor muscles. The device measures the force exerted by the muscles and transmits that information back to a smartphone. Um, and basically what you do is you play this game as you do your vagina exercises. And it says the game has several levels of exercises and training programs that target specific groups of pelvic muscles. You um, Users can be different characters, collect bonuses, and even fight enemies jesus all right seriously if anyone out there is doing vaginal gaming i think you need to tweet at us and tell us more because i'm very curious yeah yes any vaginal gamers out there we need to hear all about it vagina warriors fighting enemies oh my god vagina warriors i would play that so good hmm i think clay fighters again (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and I'm starting to think like what are the yeah the other options would be like you know rectal rampage or something which oh, that sounds terrible rampage. actually yeah yeah I guess I, if, I'm trying to think like it'd be more about alliteration so if I guess if I were to design a game it'd be like vaginal vengeance yeah um, or vaginal valor mine would be like the vag files <laughs> the vag files or um, the vagilin the Vagilinties. <laughs> <laughs> nice. See, like, this, it writes itself. It writes itself, I mean. So that's, that's a funny article. Needed a more punchy headline, though. I thought it was funny. Vagina games. That's v- funny enough. Find the vagina games. The vagina games. So, yeah. Um, a, a couple more things that are launching are Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah, it's coming out later this month. The 26th. Which I think what it's just coming out with the multiplayer at this point. I think the single yeah. player story mode is following later. Yeah, and apparently it's one of the most goriest, gruesome games that's going to be out available with the most realistic death scenes. Like, there's something about it that sounds really appealing for me to watch, but I don't think I'll ever play it. Well, is it the same thing that people are playing on the PCs, like that multiplayer? It seems similar to I've that. Because I've watched people play that, and it's pretty fucking scary. We, I've, I've watched people play that, and it does look really fun, because, yeah, like, the killers get you on, like, a meat hook well, kind of thing. Well, y- Right? Well, I uh, yeah, I think to me, like playing a game like that is if I find or if Jason finds me, fine. At least I know where he's at. It's when I don't know where he's at and you have to sneak around and be quiet and turn your lights off and close doors and close windows. And that fucking scares the shit out of me. Well, and I I, I love the idea, but I don't love the gameplay of these um the the sort of four v one they skip frames and it's kind of shoddy. Well, no, it's, I, I just I think I never I, I there's something about the gameplay I don't love of like a four v one fighter because even like Evolve hmm. was a cool idea. Um, it was a game I never really to, like never took to. Hmm. Um, but there was something really cool in its vision. Um, I feel like Friday the Thirteenth is more relatable, and I would enjoy that more. Yeah, not relatable, but you know, I mean, it's it's a it's a genre and it's a it's an idea that we've kind of grown up watching. Yeah. Oh, the great movies. Yeah. And so <laughs> I think there's something kind of fun about that. It's like Todd and I actually watched the entire Friday the 13th series over a period of like two weeks a couple years ago. Like all what? That's a lot of movies. Ten of them plus the remake. There's a ton. Um, Jason X. Yeah. 
That's one of my favorites. It's terrible. But it's so good. It, is that the one in space? Yup. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, on my old podcast, we actually interviewed the guy who wrote it. Oh, God. He must be embarrassed. No. I think he's he's proud of it. I would be proud of it. That movie is seriously, it's it's very fun. It knows exactly what it is. That's like, I wrote Leprechaun in the gang one or in Leprechaun space. in the hood. In the hood. Yeah. Um, in the gang one. <laughs> well, seriously. And also just, you know, selling a screenplay that actually gets made into a movie. I don't care what movie it I is i mean that's a feat on its own yeah todd and i are, are friendly with the guy who wrote the screenplay to jack and jill the oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, okay yeah hey i mean i think it pretty much uh, he bought a house so laughing hey, all the way to the bank on that one that's right um but yeah i uh friday the, friday the 13th does seem it'll be really fun to watch i don't know if i'll actually enjoy playing i it. really liked watching other people play it because it was kind of like what I mean. I got to watch their reactions, yeah, which is the best part. Seriously, you can watch it com- like in the comfort of your own home, not yeah. not having to worry about anything. I am definitely not going to play that game by myself because that is too creepy for me. Yeah, yeah, it's it's too much. Yeah, and then um on something that I am more interested in than probably you are because you're you're not a Trekkie, right? No. No. Um, Star Trek Bridge Crew is coming out May 30th for the Oculus and for PSVR. I am excited about that. Oh, you are? Well, I like VR games. Okay. And, well, did you ever play a game called Space Team? No. It is very similar. Uh, Sorry. Uh, Well, do you want to talk more about Star Trek first? Before no, I, I mean, I was just saying, I just like, I mean, we've talked about how much I like it before, so tell well, me about Space Team. Okay, so like Space Team is a game that you can play on your iPhone, okay. and uh, you should download it because it's great. Um, and the way it works is you play with either two or I think up to five people. And um, what the way the way the game works is you are all uh, staff members. What, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, crew members. Crew members of a spacecraft. Gotcha. And um, something like emergency things are happening. And like, honestly, like, you know, they'll just you get um, assignments saying like set thrusters to four emergency braking system, uh, vent radioactive gas, whatever. And so like you get all these things on your phone telling you what to do. Some of them are on the panel that's on your phone. Some are on other people's. So you're sort of yelling out things and everyone has to sort of like do their own stuff. On their phone. Oh, it's like the bomb fuse except, thing. Except it's like not... Because like in, the, in Bomb bomb Corp uh, on uh, Jackbox, Jackbox, you need to read all the instructions and really figure everything out because one person could have an instruction that says, ignore step four. Whatever, like, you know, like if you... Step five could straight up be like, don't do steps one, two, or three. Right. So you have to know all the answers or read all the instructions before you make any moves. Mm-hmm. Space team, if something says to do something, you do it. Okay. And like, but it's a matter of like, you're all yelling over each other. It's really fun. And it seems like Star Trek Bridge Crew is the same similar game, except it has the Star Trek visuals. Yeah. And Star Trek branding. And it's in VR, which I'm really excited about going into the environment and having to perform space team style activities. But actually, you know, in a VR capacity, that that sounds like a lot of fun. I didn't look too much into the game, um, so I didn't really even look at screenshots. But can you choose the the ship you're you want to choose? Like, if you want to be on the USS Enterprise, or you want to be on the Voyager, or I have no idea. Um, that'd be cool. I don't know much about it, but I do know that um, it has elements that are similar to Space Team, and uh, so that sounds appealing to me. Just because Space Team is a ton of fun. And yeah, like that sounds so fun. Well, I'm going to definitely watch you play that because I'm gonna make you play it. You like star trek oh i love star trek i'm obsessed it's not that i dislike star trek i just don't know it that well the first star trek thing i ever saw was the jj abrams movie oh wow which how many of those have there been have there been three there's three now beyond was the newest because i saw the first i saw two I, i saw one and two i didn't see three third is good it's kind of i would say it's like the guardians of the galaxy version hmm. like you know the crew now, like, they've introduced, like, what's going on. So now they're just, like, on this planet, and it's more of an action film. And it was directed by Justin Lin, I think. He, uh, yeah. Tokyo Drift yeah. and Better so Luck Tomorrow. It makes sense that it's more action yeah. rather than story-driven. And but. I think this one was straight up, like, written by Simon Peck. I think he wrote the screenplay. Oh. So, yeah. I I wanted to see Star Trek Beyond, just never, never I got I saw it at Comic-Con it. last year. Oh, really? Yeah. Like the full feature? 
Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, it was really good. Nice. So, yeah. Who's the villain in this one? Is it? Oh, it's Idris Elba, isn't it? In Star Trek Beyond? I don't know. I think. I don't know. I can't remember now. It was a year ago. <laughs> well, fine then. So, who's your crush? Crush wise, let me look at my list. I, you know, your list. What well, I have a list of crushes, so I can dole out one per week. So I'm not that guy who doesn't have one one week. Well, don't you have a crush that you just crush on all week? Well, I mean, the, the, these people on this list are kind of, you know, they're a little revolving door of crushes. <laughs> um, your revolving door of wet dream video game. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well. Uh, so, because you mentioned him last week when you guessed, you made a guess at my Oh, I already crush, know who it is then. And you, <laughs> like, you didn't get my crush of that week, but it reminded me, and I immediately wrote down his name, because, yeah, Kano from Mortal Kombat, the, like, what, I guess the ninth one? Mortal Kombat. It's just called Mortal Kombat. Um, It was the one for the PS3 and 360. Uh-huh. Uh, because I think it was, like, one of the first times you actually really get to, like, know him more as a character. Because, mm-hmm. like, Kano in Mortal Kombat 1, nah, he's just some guy with, like, a Terminator faceplate and, yeah, like, he's just weird a pajamas. But, you, like, you realize he's kind of like a hot Australian thug yeah. with, like, good chest hair mm-hmm. and, like, a good beard. Like He's like the... Um, the skinnier version of zangief <laughs> yeah he's just a man a man 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 yeah. um but yeah so i can totally i i i've pinpointed your type by now <laughs> which i i'm kind of curious i guess and i think i mentioned like i was like i didn't even know he was australian and everyone's like didn't you see the movie which yeah. i don't remember the mortal kombat movie at all the, the first one yeah. and i didn't i never saw annihilation no reason so to. um like i don't remember that much about kano but i can tell you already like i think he would have left a bigger impression if he'd been as hot as he was in Mortal Kombat 9. Uh-huh. Uh, if he'd been that hot, I would have remembered him. So are they remaking Mortal Kombat? I, that's what I hear. It's like in the process of being done. Well, Mortal Kombat X, which I believe it's actually Mortal Kombat X, not I mean a, a movie. Oh, the movie? A new movie. I don't know. I heard a rumor. Really? I heard a rumor. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah, I hadn't heard anything about that. Um... But it's been a long time since we've had a Mortal Kombat movie. I think it's been long enough to, I don't really need one. But, uh, mm. hey, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. If it's good, I'll go. Yeah. But uh, if it's not, then I will continue to not see Mortal Kombat movies. It has. Uh, I will see it, good or bad. Yeah? I still want to see Power Rangers. I never saw it. Yeah, I just, I, I, um... I think Todd wanted to see that. I heard it was good, too. I heard it wasn't bad, but I just don't care about the brand. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. I mean, I've seen the original movie with Ivan Ooze, and then I I did watch some of the episodes growing up. So, yeah, I I feel like I'm semi-invested, but we'll see. Uh, Yeah. Who are you crushing on? Did you ever play um, the... I don't. I'm gonna say it wrong. Valkyria Chronicles. Yes. Oh, Welkin. I don't remember who that and is. And I don't know if he how old he is. So if he's like <laughs> real young, he doesn't look real young. Um, but yeah, Welkin Gunther, and he's the son of like this general, and he's kind of like put in charge of the tank that you drive around and basically have to save uh Europa or whatever it's called. Is he the guy that's like on the cover of the book? Yeah. He's like the cover model. Super cute. He's like very boyish. He's kind of like a twink. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I would I would say he's I don't know what the story says, but I would say he's bisexual in my humble opinion. He's not per his uh I, I don't think he is per his like character bio. No. Cuz cuz they did not shy away from uh from gay characters in um in that game. They didn't. However, if it's a main character, they tend to they tend to like put it under the under wraps, but I think I think he had a little thing going on with some other characters. Well, because I remember like Jim- even though he did marry or or get in, I don't know if marry, but got in a love affair with what's her face, <laughs> the the scout girl. Well, I remember like uh, Alyssa or whatever her name was. Jan had uh, like the character of Jan wears like makeup a little bit, and he is very like they'd make no qualms about hiding they, they, they it's out he's out and proud he's very gay and he uh i love the like the thing of um in that game that he's some characters very gay <laughs> get, some characters get more effective when they are in certain conditions uh-huh. and he has a crush on the big bear type guy in that game named largo 
and Jan, uh, his attacks get more effective and his accuracy goes up closer. when he's next to Largo. That's so sexy. And so I think some people get distracted. I think he actually, but he gets like energized by Largo. Well, like I said, Welkin has to keep it under wraps. Yeah. Yeah. He's on the DL. He's on the DL. <laughs> Just to keep, to prove a point. I don't know what point that is because he drives a big tank. So, yeah. So compensating for much, maybe. Thank you. That's what I'm thinking. Not, not saying it, but I'm saying it. <laughs> so yeah, he's my crush. I remember when I was playing that game, I was like, oh my God, this boy, he's so cute. It was a long time ago. So maybe, maybe since I was younger then, it's fine. No? I think he's over 18. Yeah, okay, good. That, that's what I was getting at. I feel pretty good about that. Okay, good. And what they're making a new, they're making a new Valkyria <laughs> game. I know. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I didn't play the the last two, though. I only played the first one. Well, yeah, because I want to say one of them was only for the PSP. That's right. Um, And so I I nearly bought the PS4 remake of the first one, but I realized it's not really my style of game. Um, If I'm going to do that, I guess I'm probably going to stick to like more like XCOM. I guess in the new one, they changed the tactic system, so it's not as turn-based. Oh. From what I understand. Because you love a tactics game. I love tactics games. Have you played XCOM? No. Because it seems like that'd be a game you'd enjoy. I don't even know XCOM. I'll have to bring my copy of it for the PS4. So I have a lot okay. of games to play. I know. <laughs> I'm, I feel like I'm going to give you a pile of shit to play. Uh, my brain hurts already. No, it's good assignments, and it gives you stuff to talk about that you're playing because right now I'm playing one fucking game for months at a time. Yeah, that's so, true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. someone's got to you know keep this horse moving. Yeah. Some, <laughs> like normally, I'm all sorts of like slutty when it comes to my games. I, I just I play them all. I know, uh, but you've been really busy. I have been. And E3's coming up, and so. a lot of games have been playing are just real long lately yeah we got all those epic games at once yep where's my good like four hour game hopefully little nightmares will be like a nice short cool experience yeah and then you're um static which i'm i'm excited to get back into the vr headset i haven't gone in there in a while and so i need to do that and i need to do the danganronpa vr experience Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it'll be good yeah Well, thank you so much, everyone out there for listening. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch at Satine the Dream or... did I say that wrong again? A little bit. I think. What the we, fuck is wrong with me? What we need to do though is just get rid of this here, because yeah, that screws me up because I read the yeah, whole damn thing. Yeah, sorry. The the script we had is <laughs> a little confusing, and I love this is two weeks in a row now where this has gone wrong. It's. I mean, it's almost one a.m. Give me a break. Sorry. Twelve thirty. But still, uh, I do love that it's two weeks in a row where this is going wrong. It's funny. <laughs> it's just funny to me at this point. I know. I'm a mess. I'm sorry. But you're adorable. It's fine. Thank you. So you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Satine the Dream or on Twitch at just Satine, my first name. And I am Fast Danger on Twitter. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitch at Mr. Gladstone, where Mr. is all spelled out. You follow the podcast at Bit Diff Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can write us an email uh, communication at uh, <laughs> bitdiffpodcast at gmail.com. I'm actually worried about driving home at this point. Jesus, I'm like a mess. Oh, that'll be, be fine. I have to go get gas. You'll There's be fine. lots to keep me awake. There's lots of things to do on the road. Yeah. Uh, new episodes we post air every Wednesday. And uh, would you kindly follow, rate, and comment us and the podcast? Comment us. Yeah, comment us. <laughs> you can comment. Our the, brains are mush. The fine work we do here uh, <laughs> uh, on iTunes and on Google Play. Please do those things. Do it all. Yeah. Whatever it is, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you so much for listening to us. Chiazzi. <laughs> Bye. Bye.